part of blindsidepods.com. Refusing to be silenced. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk. And now, here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Oh, maybe the last time we'll ever hear that intro. Ooh, what am, what am I teasing? A big announcement coming up, folks. Big, big stuff. Maybe I'll uh, replace that intro with Kate Smith. A little, uh, a little, a little uh, pickaninny number or whatever the fuck she was singing about. Oh, aren't you offended? Um, well, everyone, we got a big show for you today. Kate Smith. We got uh, crazy shit going on at EEI and uh, a big fat announcement coming soon. So to discuss all of that with me is uh, now, I guess, call him a regular guest. Uh, my good pal, John in Virginia, or uh, as he's better known, MHB. It's actually John in, in Pennsylvania. No, no, no. Uh, that's not what I heard on the radio. But but what I hear on the radio, yeah, and of course everything you hear on the radio is, is, is true. <laughs> and yeah, thanks for having me tonight, man. There are certain phrases that will make a man live on in infamy. For Donald Trump, it's, you know, grab him by the pussy. Mm-hmm. And for you, I think it's grab them by the coattails. <laughs> so Yes, I... I have you keep uh, keep coming back. Yeah, there's a parody account of me now. There is. Uh, well, there's two. There's Kind Mike. That's um, right. Which I so Kind Mike, I think uh, likes me. I get mm-hmm. the sense that um, this new one, I don't. I, I assume it's going to be slightly more mean spirited. But uh, I want. I kind of want to help them because I want my parody account to be good. But so far, it seems pretty weak. The first, the first tweet was like, uh, "Can you say weight loss?" Is that what it said? Yeah, that was the first tweet. And I was kind of like, oh, swing and a miss. <laughs> what does yeah, that mean? You're making fun of me for losing weight. Ooh, you got me. <laughs> so come I mean, on, hey, step it up. Be, step it up, co- coattail grabbing Mike or whatever your name is. I think what is Start it? Start trashing it's, me, baby. That's right. Yeah, you got it. It's, it's coattails grabbing Geary. I think that's what it is. But well, that uh, was another mistake. Using my last name. No one knows my last name. I mean, what, on, would you, what would you have? What would you have said? I mean, what's what's better than that? Yeah, so you got to say blind Mike, coattail grabbing blind Mike. Someone. No one knows who I am either way, but you got to at least use the part of my name people know, you know? But, but, there's, I, but there's no alliteration there. Whatever. There's neither true. here nor there. That's true. But, um, yeah, you know, there, there's work to be done. This, this, he's on to something, whoever this guy is. He's on to something, but there needs, needs to be some work done. Um, right. So you're a, uh, you're a liberal cuck. What do you think of this Kate Smith business? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I got to say, I, I fall on the, uh, on the side that I, I wish we could have an argument about this, but I'm really yeah. more so on Menahan's side and your side with this. I mean, my, biggest, my big thing with this is that sh- we should also completely get rid of Barack Obama because he was anti-gay and anti-gay right, marriage. Of Hillary Clinton, she said the super predators in the 90s, right? So she had language, uh, MLK yeah. clearly had homophobic uh, and misogynistic language and, and behavior where he cheated on his wife and all sorts of, uh, I think Kirk brought up an example of him bringing up uh, a homophobic, uh, saying something about that they weren't complete or they could they weren't fully complete human or so, something like that. Yeah. I mean, you got Thomas Jefferson, you got Ben Franklin owning slaves, uh, Washington owning slave. That's like $103 right there. What are you going to not gonna not carry around dollar bills anymore? It's, it's silly. It's pe- I, I guess it's people wanting attention. I, I, I don't really know where that comes from. The fact that, that people want to scrub everything. It's like with, with that logic, then we should get rid of baseball, right? <sighs> baseball didn't allow black people for fucking 
more than half of its existence. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know what I mean? Like it's fucking nuts. Yeah, um, yeah, and and John Henry didn't didn't actually sleep for I think what was it sixteen years. He was haunted. Uh, by the, he was the he was haunted of, of Yaki Way. Well, well, actually, there was there was some stuff that they were talking about on 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 MNC this morning about uh, Yaki having a guy on his staff that was sexually abusing. Uh, you know, African American kids, kids and, right, that, and yeah. that was the real reason, and that's why they. But the the Red Sox kept that quiet because they didn't want that getting out into the news. Whatever. The other thing I thought was interesting, I was looking up, you know, the history because I, I, clearly the move now, it, as if it wasn't bad enough to go into somebody's tweets from what four or five years ago. I mean, what kind of awful person would do that? Would dig up somebody's old tweets? I mean, <laughs> terrible, terrible. A real scumbag. That. But a real scumbag. But I, I go ahead. I, so it's it's just crazy. It's sad to see my Yankees uh, falling for this nonsense. But it's also the, the, there's no room for context anymore. I know it's kind of it's the same argument every time this shit comes up. But it's almost as if it has no impact when people point these things out. The context was, I believe, that this was a satirical song that uh, she was singing to black children. I guess so. In 1935, this kid, Kate Smith, was probably a fucking moonbat liberal. You'd be hanging out with her. You know what I mean? Like oh, she God, was probably she was probably progressive <laughs> for that no, no. time. So she, it's just she, like, what are we going to ignore the context of everything? It's uh, like you said. Then Obama wouldn't stand up and by today's standards. That's what that fucking uh, Will Cain was saying. And on, this is uh, the, this is this is like you know, as the phrase goes, when it jumps the shark. Because clearly we've got the one of the. It's bad enough to look at somebody's ten year old tweets. Clearly, uh, right. And again, only only an awful liberal. <laughs> Cuck would do something like that, but beyond that, looking like eighty years ago, I mean, think right. about how much has changed since we were in high school. You know, the stuff that we would say when you're playing video games in high school, and and right. and now if you said that stuff, you're going to get banned from uh from from like Xbox Live or wherever you're you know for for harassment and bullying. But this is going back eighty years. I mean, think about like someone like Alexander Hamilton, right? If you don't know Hamilton, he's from the from the musical Hamilton. I think they yeah, uh, black that's where that that's musical right. taught me. That, well, well, listen, hey, that's not 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 historically accurate, <laughs> but it, it is woke. So we'll give it woke points for that. Right. But he even opposed slavery. But I found today, even though that he opposed slavery, so of course he gets a pass, he negotiated slave transactions for his wife's family. Of so I mean, how, how great is he? So guess what, guys? Hamilton, the musical is canceled. Cancel. Cancel. Hamilton. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. I am triggered. This is this is the worst thing that I've ever seen happen in my life. I, I And you know what? I actually saw Hamilton, and 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 I'm just gonna throw that out there as a humble brag. I went and I saw Hamilton because I'm so woke, and now I feel <laughs> like I was I feel like I was like assaulted by going to see something that that was so racist. I think I think people are getting sick of it. Um, you're starting to see even uh, on Kirk's podcast today. I forget I forget the woman's name that he had on, but uh, he had someone to discuss this issue, and even she felt a little it it there was no passion behind the argument. It mm. felt like it's getting to the point where they're like, oh, yeah, this uh, this thing was racist. And you're like, not why? And they're like, oh, I don't know. It just it just is. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it is kind of a sad state of affairs. Like, uh, I don't know. It's well, just racist. Just just get rid of it. And then we're like, all right, I guess we'll get rid of it. <laughs> I guess Kate Smith is a fucking horrible racist. But yeah. the other thing is not even maybe Kate Smith was a real piece of shit. May, I'm not I'm not going to defend her. I don't know her. She's been dead. Not only has, was this song 80, 90 years ago. She's been dead for three decades. Mm. So I don't know what Kate Smith was like personally. But she was they, a very they, weren't playing, they weren't playing those uh, that's why darkies 
were born or whatever the song was, they weren't playing that at Yankee Stadium. They were playing God Bless America. You know what I mean? So it's not like they were still blasting this horrible music, not realizing what it meant. They were playing some lady from a thousand years ago singing God Bless America. So if you want to recognize anyone that existed before... 1960 or i'll even go maybe before rodney king (laughs) if you want Mm -hmm. to recognize anyone that existed before that time you're really gonna have to do some digging and make sure that they never said anything racist because odds are eh, their views weren't as enlightened as we are today i mean yeah so far we've canceled hillary obama uh, mlk jefferson Mm -hmm. washington ben franklin and alexander hamilton all canceled in this podcast and i think we're actually doing a public service so you all should thank us right now in the in the youtube comments thank us for for doing you guys the service of getting rid of these oppressors from your lives it's really it's i mean we're really doing god's work here i gotta say we can rename the state of washington after uh maybe like sean king or someone like that yes sean king dc yes (laughs) a a a brave man of color sean king um and uh it's it it really is it's it's something to behold i think that so it was danny bostick uh i believe if i'm getting the name right was on kirk's podcast today and she even brought up that she was kind of sick of what she called and this is such a liberal term such a PC term, the performative aspect of wokeness. God, is oh, there anything God. more douchey? Think of like, I almost want to punch myself in the face just hearing those words come out of my mouth, the performative aspects of wokeness. But but she's right in the sense that it's all about what you present on social media, right? And and, and again, I'll circle back to my thing with Luke O'Neill. I'll cop to the fact that I, am, I was being hypocritical a, a little bit by digging through his old tweets. My whole point was that Listen, we can – if you want to try and take people down by looking up their old shit, we can do the same thing right. and, and, and see how much you like it and also to point the fact of the hypocrisy of the globe by giving him a platform and deplatforming Kirk, clearly. Um, but even beyond that, it's all about one big show on social media. And if you if you have to outwoke and outperform everybody and, and it's actually coming to a head now. I mean, look at fucking all the Democratic candidates. They're talking about one trillion dollars of tuition reimbursement. I mean, and they're all trying to outdo each other with, with these extreme statements of how much money we're going to give away. I mean, again, not to get political. I know that you're not really uh, big into politics there, yeah. uh, but. It, 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 I think it bleeds over into society too. This yeah. whole idea that we're trying to outwoke each other, and it's just, it's, it, it gets tiring after a while. And, and well, there's also a thing of like, what they do does work in a way. Like, just look at the fact, you know, uh, the the word, the words like faggot and retard and all these things that people, you know, like when we were in like middle school, they used to fly to people's mouths all the time, and now oh, it yeah, does. Yeah. Now it does. It really doesn't as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And the people that do, you kind of look at like, what the fuck. So mm-hmm. it does work to an extent, but there are certain things where it's like, why do you have to go to this extreme? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Why do you have to call Christian Fourier a racist? Because mm-hmm. he fucking does an impression on the radio. Why do you have to hammer every single fucking thing that you catch and go, hey, we got you? Because overall, what you're doing is working. Like, we're progressing as a society where, I mean, we are and we're not. It's, there's a weird thing where we're progressing as a society in certain aspects, but then online all the fucking shit comes out. <laughs> so maybe we're not all evolving that much. But overall, like we're we're getting rid of certain words. I think overall we're nicer to each other than we were 100 years ago. But you don't have to hammer every fucking person. Every little minute thing that pops up. I agree. 
I think that 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 we had Monique from uh, Radio Gunk on our podcast, and 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 she she kind of talked about this a little bit with Stern, yeah. where Stern is clearly he's embedded himself on the left, and he she called him a limousine liberal, which he absolutely is a limousine liberal, and the stuff that he and the stuff that I, I didn't first of all. My extent of Howard Stern was, like I said in the podcast, was sneaking down to the TV room, uh, growing up to 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 try yeah, and get catch, on a, e -channel, catch some, yeah. on the E channel to, to try and catch some some naked girls on on TV. <laughs> um, th that was the extent of of my exposure to Howard Stern. And then later on in life, I still like the naked girls, but beyond that, I, I appreciate his talent. But the stuff that he would get away with, the the um the the lady that was on his show and the next day committed suicide, and and and. Yeah. Data, they, data they, so they took yeah they took calls and people were harassing her and bullying her on the show and him calling people you know saying that he wishes people got AIDS he did all sorts of terrible things oh, and crazy. he gets a pass because it's all and that's where I think people are fed up with the hypocrisy is that if you are if you fall in line with one side of the aisle or the other you are held to a different standard and that's where people really get pissed off and and rightfully so. Well, that's it's interesting because I, I was an ONA guy instead of a Stern guy, and those guys would do shit like they had this bit called Jocktober, where I, I liked the idea of it, and then it kind of devolved into something I didn't, I wasn't crazy about. But the idea of it was that uh, they would attack hacky morning radio shows around the country and kind of expose certain things, like they would expose this War of the Roses and uh, like the fugitive bit that they would present as their own creative idea, but ONA exposed that services would sell these ideas to uh, you know 100 web uh, 100 uh, radio stations around the country so they would expose hacks basically is what they were doing I but like what it. it what it devolved into was their fans would attack the facebook page of these like stations and radio shows and get the facebook page shut down and say horrible shit like you're you know i hope your son gets aids and all this fucking all this horrible shit and oh and I, it was funny i'll give them that like it was hilarious but ona would laugh at it and support it and then Eventually, when Opie and Anthony broke up, they couldn't understand why the fans turned on them and started saying all this horrible shit. It's like, well, when you do that to people all the time, it's going to turn on you eventually. And that's why I didn't totally hammer you on the Luke O'Neill thing, because I got what you guys were doing, at where you're kind of just showing like, hey, you guys want to do this, we'll do it right back to you. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's an easy game to figure out. I think you've talked about it before, but the idea of, of the left or the right or, or people eating their own. And I think that that's something that's important to remember here is that at some point it's going to turn back on you. So, you know, I, I know that all of the, the minifans that we have out there are eventually going to hate us and, and turn back on us. And, and some of them may already be doing that. Uh, to to you, kind sir, uh, <laughs> blind Mike, uh, with the parody accounts that are coming out. Bring it on, you. baby! And, and I know that I always bring this up, but guys, if you you gotta go check out the the hate that that blind Mike here gets on Reddit, it's yeah. just well, it's, it's not some frequent. Of the best I guess, I guess most... you, a Google search would find it. You gotta search my name and with the word Reddit because yeah. uh, it's not that frequent. But whenever I come up, because like sometimes I'll post. I, I think here's why, because um, I used to, I don't as much now, but I would always use it to like kind of promote the show. Like if yeah. there's something we talked about that I figured a particular subreddit would like, I'd post it on there. And uh, I think they didn't like yeah, that because it's like yeah. that's not what Reddit's yeah, for, yeah. I guess. I didn't I didn't really I broke the, the cardinal rule of Reddit, so they all hate me now. God, you're so basic, man, on Reddit. I know. Just I'm, on, sorry. You know, self, I'm sorry. Self promote, self promote. You just <laughs> I thought that's what it was for. <laughs> you just tag it, Dave Portnoy and everything. Throw another wallet at me, Dave. Throw another please. wallet at me. Please. Please, Dave. <laughs> I did that I just today, some... actually. He said something about setting up a satellite office in Boston, and I said, uh, "Did he? I'll run it for you, boss." <laughs> and, and did he? Did he respond to you? I, I just did it before the show, but no, I doubt it. I have a feeling because all the Does Barstool guys. Sad? No, not really. 
Um, they they, they all unfollowed like you. He'll, he'll they unfollowed re- you, right? No, no, they all follow me. Uh, Nate, uh, Nate unfollowed. Me. Someone unfollowed you. Nate unfollowed me. Why did that? The only one. You? I don't know why. Why? I have no idea. I just happened to click on him, and I was like, "Oh, Nate's not following anymore." Everyone else is KFC, Big Cat, Portnoy, all those guys. Nate unfollowed me. I, I remember I got Nate's kind of a fucking pussy. Um, anytime anyone makes fun of him, he gets very fucking bent out of shape. But then, like when he comes back at them, it's way hard. Like I remember KFC was making him making fun of him for the typical shit you make fun of Nate for that he's a whiny mm-hmm. little bitch. And yeah. Nate responds like, "Yeah, cheat on your wife again and ruin your family." <laughs> and it's like, "Whoa, that's <laughs> shots fired." Yeah, shots so fire. I like it. So I Nate's like kind it. of a pussy, but he has no problem firing back at people ten times worse. But yeah, I don't know why he unfollowed me. I don't know what I did um, to offend him. Well, but, listen, uh, when it comes to Radio 101, we manufacture outrage. I think that Mark Moroso was too low of a target for you when it came to show somebody Christ. that you need to – what would you say? Uh, yeah. No, so I think that you needed to go out – you you need a feud with like KFC. You need a feud with somebody substantial at Barstool. And yeah, you right. know that El But Prez I like is, all those guys is the problem. It doesn't matter. you got to start a feud. Do you want to get notoriety or I not? Know, I know, I know. today. sorry. I'll start. Listen, listen. Fine, Dave. I'll do Dave, it. You're Portnoy, a fraud. You suck. You're a fraud. You're a fraud, Dave. Dave, you're bad on the radio. Yeah, listen, Dave, yeah. Whenever, whenever you're on the air, Dave, listen. Kirk has said it himself. You just dominate the conversation. I can set the table. Your 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 guy in the one chair sets the table for you, Dave. He puts it right up. It's right out there on the tee. And guess what, Dave? You go whoop, whoop, right in the other direction. Yeah. And you're mean to disabled guys. <laughs> And you throw wallets at, at guys <laughs> with disabilities and, and you make fun of them because they don't know how to play bounce ball on the beaches or yep. w- whatever you guys are playing. Well, that's a, funny, that's a funny thing about the Barstool guys is like um, people were always like, oh, my uh, – don't you hate being bullied? They're bullying you. And it's like Dave Pornoy didn't follow me home and throw wallets at my face. You know what I mean? Like off camera and off mic, he was perfectly nice to me and treated me like a human being. Whereas like my boss now – will make jokes, just in, in my private life, to no one but me, will just make jokes like, uh, you know, if someone needs to move the ca- a car or something, he's like, well, Mike's certainly not going to do it. <laughs> and it's like, hey, fucker, this isn't for entertainment. You know, Portnoy would do that shit for entertainment. This is just, you're mocking me in my regular life. So it's like, how, how mean are those guys really when that's fucking everyone's instinct to do that shit? According to some, you use the whole blind thing as a crutch to get out of not saying things interesting. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't trade. I, I love being blind. It's help. It's <laughs> helps my life so immensely. Oh, what I <laughs> fuck driving and seeing things. <laughs> oh, a horrible inconvenience for the it must, it the must level of serious. fame I have risen to. What a gr- look around. <laughs> look upon your your sovereign, Mike Geary. This, this look at all you have earned know. in this life. <laughs> this poor guy doesn't even know that it's not Christmas anymore. He, he doesn't even know that's a Christmas tree. He thinks it's like a naked <laughs> sitting in the yeah. living room right there. It's, it's nice. just, it's it's just nice, sitting there. It's, it's a nice figure. It's, it's nice, nice decoration. Hourglass. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's here's what I got to say. First of all, low hanging Moroso. When you when you pick for pick on. Well, Mark I'll tell Moroso. you what pisses me off about Moroso. Is that he's like he's an acquaintance. We're friendly with each other, and I I like him. And this isn't you know I don't think I fucking hate the guy now or anything. But what bothers me about that? Did you know he's funny? Yeah, he tells you every fifteen minutes. I've never heard a funny. He's never made me laugh. (laughs) I've just he just tells you he's funny over and over again. It's like people who say they're not racist. They're usually racist. Yeah, yeah, right. Of course, (laughs) you have to tell people. I, I swear to God, I'm funny. It's coming sometime. It's lower than no offense. No offense, but I'm not racist, but and yeah, it's right. always always right. Yeah. Uh, what, bothered, so anyway, continue. what bothered me about it was it's it's this thing, and I saw it with fucking Lucy, and I saw it with Reamer. It's this thing of looking down on you. And it, it, it's 
they, they think they're better than you, even though they've really achieved nothing more than I have. When you mm. look at fucking Moroso, like Moroso came at me. Here's what bothered me about the Moroso thing is I was jo- I was joking about uh, whatever the fuck I said. Oh, that, that he didn't uh, prop when Minahan asked him, what podcast were you on? He goes, uh, I don't know. When it's like, hey, motherfucker, I had you it on. It was the Minifan show, obviously. <laughs> I had you on here because he begged me to be on. So I was doing him a favor. I, I wasn't starving to have Mark Moroso on. I had him on. I had no problem doing it. He's a buddy of mine. Um, I had him on. That led to you guys having him on, which led to Kirk talking about him. Oh, Dale's you, Minifans. You know what I mean? So that helped him, I would say. Now he's on the show all the fucking time. He's a wacky character. Woohoo! You can give me a little bit of credit. For helping you out a little bit. No, no, and, and it just so happened that Rich Keith, you know, and 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 Mutton Callahan, they they he they just magically heard it on some podcast somewhere. Some that podcast Rich, and, and ah, some assholes podcast. But that so then they didn't have the guts to even talk about it. By the way, when yeah, he right. when Keith was on MNC, but so so that but I don't still, understand at all. But okay, so but Moroso, yes, he's still low hanging fruit, and he's. I mean, you're sure. saying that he's 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 looking down on you. How so is he looking down on you? The only because thing his his response was. Oh, you're that that adorable little podcast you do. Maybe you'll get paid to do it someday. Uh, I know exactly what you make, dumb fuck, <laughs> and I won't say it because there's other people that do what he does that I respect and don't want to fucking out. But it's not a lot of money. Mark well, Moroso is not a particularly rich man, so I don't know why he's attacking the the amount of money that I make. Mike, 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 Mike. First of all, we yeah. name names here, so I know that you know what Colin Letty makes. That's who you're talking yeah. about. So Colin Letty. So like, we'll call him out. Colin <laughs> Letty, twenty-two thousand. I'd gladly, I'd gladly out so. Colin Letty. But yeah, it's second not, off. I mean, hey, Mark yeah. Moroso has a lot of experience looking down. He looks down all the time to see if he can see his toes. He hasn't <laughs> seen him in a long time. Um, so he, he has he, he's really good at it. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, I got to say, thanks for looking down on me, Mark. I really I really appreciate it. In fact, hey, hey. Hey, Mima, Mima, sorry, I gotta, my, I gotta keep my grandma quiet. She lives with me. Uh, my grandma lives with me, and then my uncle lives with me too. That's how we pay our rent. So yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, hey, motherfucker, everyone knows you don't make money. What are you? Why are you going down this road, you dummy? So I didn't, I didn't understand that. And it was like your, your cute little show or your adorable little show or whatever he called it. You begged to be on. And a year ago, when this Do you have kid, DMs? Uh, Do you have texts, seats? texts, yeah. Okay. Um, but keep in your back pocket. Uh, yeah, right. Of course. But a year ago, when the, uh, my first producer, Dan, was producing the WEI show, Mark called me begging to take his job. <laughs> He's like, you know, I don't know what Dan's plan is, but I think I could take your show to the next level. It was like fucking Luca Brazzi preparing, uh, Mr. Geary, I could take your show to the next level. I, uh, Mr. Geary. <laughs> like, it was like he had a prepared statement he was reading me. And I was like... Uh, not right now, but maybe down the road. I would, I would have Mark produce my show. I don't give a fuck. I think Jimmy, I like jo- the job Jimmy's doing. It's probably better than what Mark would do. But uh, I was like, so yeah, maybe does, someday. But he's begging it? me to do it, and now he's like, oh, your dumb fuck show because he's trying to bump elbows with Uncle Kirk. You see what I did, Kirk? I made fun of someone today. Hey, well, listen, 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 listen. listen. It, 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 I don't care how good a job Jimmy's doing. Yeah. How good it, he is rubbing your pussy. <laughs> for anyone that does that oh, doesn't that's know right this is what, this I, is what moroso, I was like for a second i was like where's he moroso, gone yeah you know, this is what moroso said about this is how this is his, this was this genius of this wordsmith this is how he 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 uh he uh made an analogy to kirk and yeah. and, and and pushing the right buttons or on being the podcast everything. on the podcast you no know, my this wife told me uh you rub my pussy i rub yours or whatever the fuck he said <laughs> 
she goes, I think she said it's like it's like how a girl tells you to rub her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. Kirk, I just gotta figure out how to rub your pussy. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but, the, but also, I mean, I gotta I gotta say that's it was that was a funny line. I'll get I gotta give yeah, him yeah. that. But I do hope that we can possibly have a venue for you two guys to fight it out that'd be awesome we may i uh i spoke to the the big dog and told him which i i think that'd be great because it'd be a step into closer what i think to kirk wants to do eventually and have you know a real radio like a radio show rather than yeah. an, an interview show if only um, if only there was a podcast out there that did like witty banter and had live drops hmm. and interesting guests and if only there was a pot if only there was and maybe a voicemail line if only there was a podcast out there that gave you the blueprint for that <laughs> I mean wow who would have thought I know <laughs> do you think I want to get to the the mess that WEI has been the last oh week. yeah we got to but got uh, to. first do you do you think there's gonna I, so I think I texted Kirk about that idea kind of he seemed into it um, mm-hmm. might happen this week we'll see but. That that would be a step closer to making Enough About Me or the Kirk Minahan show into a real radio show. You have staff fights and goofing on mm. staff members and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think that it will be a radio show eventually? What's the, the Minifans' thought on all of that? Last I heard, and this is all from public knowledge, this isn't me disclosing anything that's private, is that Kirk had a meeting Friday, and I do know from separate sources, again, uh, didn't guy Kirk didn't tell me this, but I did know that Tim Murphy was in town uh, and Kirk had a meeting Friday that he alluded to on his podcast. So I can only assume that Kirk met with Tim Murphy, uh, who is the head of digital media for uh, for radio.com. And he said that, you know, based on his meeting, they said end of summer for a live show. Um, oh, wow. Now, depending on who you believe some people have suggested that, you know, that, that some people have hinted that. That oh well maybe he's gonna come back and do the afternoon show at at WEI Ooh. and he's syndicated <laughs> because because there's reports you haven't there Twitter's you know there's trouble to be found on Twitter yeah. as John Dennis would say because Twitter will have you believe that OMF is now going the way of the dinosaur uh, and and by that I mean Glenn Ordway and and, and extinction and and but, but we we'll get into that we've yeah. got a, I want to hear your thoughts on that as well. well what what do you think so for anyone I mean I think everyone that listens to this piece of shit follows along on Twitter and everything. Uh, but if, in case you missed it, last week, about Friday night, Twitter was a firestorm. Uh, you and uh, Ironhead is it Ironhead thirty two? Yeah, Iron Ironhead. Like yeah, he I want to get it right because he does, he does a hell of a job. Follow that Ironhead if you don't already. He does a great. Better, he's better than Chad Finn easily. Like it's not even close. He reports the ratings before anyone else. Uh, Ironhead. He's, he's three, got three, sources. Ironhead three three four. Three three four. Yeah, follow that on Twitter. Um, if you if you like radio, he's a he's a great follow. Maybe but, an upcoming guest on uh, a different podcast here. Ooh, will he reveal his identity? I thought that was a big big secret. No one knew who he was. I thought not revealing identity, but uh, you know, voice at least, so okay. people get to hear him. Um, uh, yeah. So he he was reporting. Uh, he had perhaps an inside source that was in the big meeting at WEI on Friday, and uh, you know, it's <laughs> if I can digress for a second. Yeah. As I was saying that sentence. I thought of uh, if you didn't listen to the Minifan show this week, go check that as as well. Uh, Drunk Eric Curtis had maybe the best description for my way of speaking that I've ever heard. Uh, he called he called me a blind Yoda or something like that. <laughs> more more angry I could not be at this. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, ah, that's pretty good. I'll give him that one. <laughs> that motherfucker. Um, more angry I could not be uh, because El Presidente. 
imagine imagine like being in high school and having to like talk to girls like that like this this is how i've talked my entire life (laughs) oh hey what's up sweetheart (laughs) i'm a fucking vaudeville character Do, do you want to get in the back of my Ford Ave and we can, you know, as, as they say, do the tat tat sweetheart? <laughs> oh, oh I, been I could, I could, yeah, that sounds, that's, that must have been rough. I'm not sure. How did you, you got, but you got, uh, you did, did you do the whole mail away bride too? Just like Moroso? <laughs> no, my uh, girlfriend also happens to be Albanian, but she, lived, uh-huh. she she's, she's from here. She lived in, she grew up you, in Quincy. You and Moroso got the two for one deal on shipping. I see. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, I see. A couple Albanian broads will be running the Minahan <laughs> the Minahan show in six months. <laughs> um, no. So, anyways, Ironhead uh, doing a great job reporting that last week, and he said on Twitter, the rumor was OMF is out. Now, now that we're living in, uh, he didn't even say the rumor. He just said he just said source. Yes. OMF is done in the two to six slot. Right. So now that we're living in Tuesday world, we have we know that that hasn't happened yet. Um, Hold what, on. What's the deal? Do you guys think this was a rat? I mean, a, 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 a fake a fake story to flush out the rat? Or the has it just okay. not come yet? Or what's going okay. on? First of all, shout out to my boy uh, Andy on Twitter, who has just said, also, Mark Cannon's balls. You have a small-time drug dealer goatee. Thank you. I did not have time <laughs> to shave it. Um, I like so I, I do, I do have a, a small time drug dealer goatee. Uh, I can <laughs> get you. Funny line, I, actually. <laughs> listen, man, I've got all your Adderall needs satisfied right here. <laughs> what do you need? Two milligrams, three milligrams, whatever you want, man. No, anyway. Um, so you don't have the whole story. So okay. Ironhead tweets out that they're done. So I start poking around. Um, and I start messaging people, and some may say messaging people that are of the highest levels, that people that would maybe directly impacted by that news. Ooh. So take from that what you will. Anyway, so I'm messaging with certain individuals, and they're like, this is news to me. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. And uh, they tell me that it's all bullshit and that perhaps this is somebody that is pissed off at them or as a joke gave this information to Ironhead right. just to just to just to fuck with the show, I think, was what the quote was to me. Um, and then I got it from a second person also saying that that they haven't heard nothing. So I tweet out saying, you know, breaking, um, you know, I'm hearing that OMF is not done two to six and that Entercom is leaking out fake information to try and flush out the leaks. That's also backed up by the fact that, and, and, and you know, at this point, I know that people are going to be pissed because I am sharing information that people don't know. So fuck it. Sorry, Joey. We'll talk, we'll get to you later. Um, but, uh, Entercom actually had a seminar and then Mike, I didn't tell you about this. They had a seminar this week or last week after this whole thing blew up. So it must've been this week where they shared screenshots and did a PowerPoint presentation dealing with all the leaks and the negative tweets and how and the appropriate way to handle it and respond to it. All that beyond that. They panic about shit there. They they I, they do not deal with criticism or negativity very well. <laughs> I wanna I also wanna welcome the graduating class of April 2019 Twitter followers that have just been flooding uh, my follower count. Got a few I'm of sure those. that you're I'm sure you're getting those too. Um there, there's intercom. There's a couple that I've actually messaged with, and I said, I just said intercom burner question mark, and they responded saying shh. So, <laughs> uh, so I mean, come on. There's, so clearly, the word got out. Um, you know, I've heard I've heard stories that certain people 
um, certain individuals who will remain nameless um, have to block their numbers when they call certain sources um, mm. because because intercom the phone might be intercom property. I mean, there's all sorts of crazy shit. They are paranoid. They're like fucking Big Brother over there, dude. Yeah. So they they're doing that, and yet they're gonna kowtow to fucking you know, Bob the Builder and 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 Shirley the activist. Uh, because they don't like the that 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 uh, Kirk calls Marty Walsh Mr. Poopy Pants or whatever the fuck he <laughs> called them. It's well, just it's pathetic. So anyway, my understanding is coming from the highest levels that it's not happening, which leads me to believe that Entercom is deliberately giving. They're trying to flush out the leak and give bad information to people yeah. to see who's talking. See, it, it it smelled a little fishy to me, only because a I don't I think that's too short of a time to give a new drive time show six months six months or whatever it's been that's what the person i talked to said they're like dude it's been six months that's not enough time to build an audience i don't and they're they're not in the last place they're in third or fourth place you know what i mean that's that's way too extreme of a panic move and the other reason it smelled fishy to me is that i think there's we can all agree there's a pretty obvious if you're gonna get rid of a show (laughs) i think there's a pretty obvious one sitting there that can hit the bricks anytime and they won't be missed. You know what, what? I mean? Another perfect show, yes. man. No, Rich. Your ratings are horrible. <laughs> You're not Why hearing me, Rich. So your ratings are very bad. He's, uh, Did yeah. you see the Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dale and Keith would be the much smarter option to get rid of. Now, I read that tweet as, uh, you know, source says... Uh, OMF is out two to six. I read that as maybe they move him back to middays and there's a new afternoon show. Yeah, but then and, and who would that be? Yeah, that's exactly it. And we, 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 I called you after this in the midst of all this happening, and yeah. we we're trying to, we're like, like talking about what we heard. And, and and one of the things that one of the wilder rumors that again I am not giving any credence to, but I just thought it was entertaining. Somebody was like, oh yeah, I heard that Kirk is going to come back in the two to six slot and take on Felger directly and do a syndicated show that's going to broadcast on WEI and a bunch of other stations. And I'm like, I don't know. So how that, does that work? So how that, so if that theory were correct, let me get it straight. It would be, he starts a national show yes. and it's on multiple stations, it's including WEI. So it broadcasts on multiple stations, including WEI. I mean, why why do that just to get I'd them on go e- back to terrestrial do- radio in that with that logic they're doing that just to put them back on wei in a roundabout way so that they can tell murchison to fuck themselves i guess is that would that Maybe. be the logic it that seems like a lot of work to get him on the air just at wei you know what i'm saying to create a national four-hour show which was never the plan that, yeah, doesn't that but, seem like that'd be the plan from day one? If they want to give him a, a national afternoon show, wouldn't that always have been the plan? Like, why would that be the plan? Just because one radio station in Boston is struggling. That seems like an again, odd move. Maybe. I'd, li- I'd love it. But I, Believe me, I, I'd love it. There's a couple problems. I don't think Kirk has any interest in going back to WEI, number one. He's made that very clear. Number two, I don't think Kirk has interest in going back to terrestrial radio and, and having to deal with the guidelines and, the, and getting in and out of breaks and all the I bullshit. I think he likes being able to curse and likes being able to talk about whatever. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about getting dumped out on if he brings up a name or a fucking yeah. subject. I mean, Monique from Radio Gunk told us that, that, that this was, I don't know if you know this, but Joe Rogan makes something like $50 million a year doing his podcast. So I looked, we looked at the, the rumor, I think this is just from like Reddit or something. So okay. who, who knows how true it is. But I looked yeah. this up a few years ago and it was one ad, ad read for Joe Rogan at that mm-hmm. time. At that time. And it, he was nowhere, I mean, he was very popular, probably the most popular podcast still. Yeah. But now he's the Tonight Show. You know what yeah. I mean? Now he's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, 
at that time in 2016, 17, mm-hmm. uh, it was a hundred thousand dollars per ad. Jesus. Christ. And he does, you say five ad reads. So a half a million <coughs> an episode and he does fucking 200 episodes a year or 150, whatever it is. That's so insane. He's making some money off that fucker. <laughs> well, it's, 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 uh, I think it's what's it CIPs co- or cost. I think it's like cost per hundred thousand i think is how they charge yeah so per thousand downloads they you they can pay they may pay you so mike if you get ten thousand downloads they'll pay you twenty dollars per thousand right so then right. it'll come out to what, what, what so that's how they that's how they figure the math out so if yeah. i got if i've got a million or or i guess he he probably he he's probably brushing up on a million oh downloads easily he does a million on youtube yeah so, so i imagine so the audio is twice that at least yeah. So, I mean, if we were just going to do math, I mean, let's say he's getting and like the good guys are making 50. So so 50, you know, per thousand and, and 50 times what a million yeah. is what he's making. That's a lot. Now, to be fair, it's if, if Kirk is going to get to Joe Rogan level, it will take a while. So, mm-hmm. you know, those aren't really fair numbers to use right out of the gate. Uh, especially if they're trying to make it a national thing, because there's been zero fucking promotion of it. But yeah, that it podcasting is the way of the future one of the few guys they have on the in their fucking roster to make that a viable option for them is kirk minahan you know what i mean look sure. at look at the intercom staff i don't know who who's gonna do it boomer esiason you know what i mean like I, so fucking it would be smart of them to keep kirk online and do a completely uncensored show because I think that's mm. what he wants to do. I think that will be the best version of his show. I, mean, I think they just need to something. start doing fucking shows. But I, I don't think something. he's going to be back on radio. This is what would be smart. What would be smart is for Kirk and Entercom to say, hey, we've got a whole network of shows and sub shows that are all part of the Kirk Minahan universe. That would be maybe, right. and then we've got blogs coming out and we've got you know we've got shows and infighting and characters and we've got this whole this whole collection of intellectual property that's already existing that already established in and of itself let's embrace that as opposed to being scared of it because i also have it on good authority that they have made it clear that they are worried about the parody accounts they're worried about twitter backlash this is what's wrong with intercom why do you repudiate that why do you cast that off embrace that shit what what Blindside Pods is doing, what the Minifan Show is doing, what your show is doing, it's it's all what the what our what our blog was doing. It's all part of the same universe. It's all this symbiotic relationship between listeners and between talent, and there's an overlap there, and people like it. You've already got this universe existing. Why try and fucking cast it off? Because you're what scared? Because you can't regulate what they're gonna say. You just gotta say we don't pay them. And it, yeah, right. And it helps that. I, I'll take myself out of this because you guys have a lot more listeners than me, I think. Um, no, no, no. But it, it, that helps them stay relevant. If Kirk Minahan from fucking November or even bef- a little before that to – when did he start doing podcasts? February? January yeah, maybe? something like that. When, yeah. for, if for that amount of time, if Kirk was doing nothing, he'd be irrelevant. But you guys kept him relevant by fucking constantly, constantly talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, especially at the time, like there was a time around then, around November, where Kirk wasn't really tweeting as much. He hadn't learned what Periscope was. So yeah. during that time, you guys kept him relevant, and that's what they don't see there. They they have no no. I mean, Kirk said it all the time. Completely visionless. 
I realize that's ironic coming from me, but they can't see fucking three feet three feet past their face. In the when, when a guy when a guy who is who calls himself Blind Mike right. is accusing you of being visionless, you know that you are really you're fucked. in trouble. Like you, you are in some deep dark trouble. Now I want to ask so, you. I want to ask you something because but, uh, yeah. I have, when people ask me, uh, "What do you think of this MHB guy's talent?" I say, uh, "I don't see it." A phrase from my <laughs> good my good pal Joe Zambrano. Now I heard we have a common enemy now. We do. Um, so I, as you know, you know, I talk to people. I've got people that talk to me. that like to give me information. Yeah. And uh, I was told allegedly that somebody brought up MHB in a conversation with Joey, and uh, and and said that, oh yeah, well, he Joey essentially said, yeah, I'm 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 not a big fan of his. <laughs> in that sort of snarky sort of tone of voice, like he's like, oh, that guy is just a, a pain. The in biggest my compliment you've ever gotten. I was going to say that that is the biggest compliment I think I could have ever received as a podcast. That's a valid. Imagine how bummed you would be if he was like, Oh, I love that guy. I listen every week. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be depressing. Let's, 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 let's name a couple people that sit right there. That's the Holy Trinity right there. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about who he is a fan of. He's a fan of Rich Keefe. Yep. He's a fan of Ben Volan. Jermaine Wiggins. uh, Mittens. Yeah. Jermaine Wiggins. Chris, Chris Gasper. Another one that he's going to bring in. So what's this about the Volan and Gasper thing? Um, so, uh, are they, they're, I, they're going after them in what capacity? Um, I'm hearing rumors that they're coming after Volan to be kind of like a floater, uh, and Gasper to be like full time on a show somewhere. Um, what a, what a bore fest that would be. Uh, hey, let's yeah, add, I mean, Hey, da- people think Dale and Keith are boring. Let's add Chris Gasper, <laughs> maybe the most bland <laughs> man in America. <laughs> I, I think uh, Wiggy to me makes more sense on that midday show. Yeah, because be at honest. least there's some fun there you know what i mean it's like like i, I, like I said to rich keith i don't think he's necessarily a funny guy but he seems like a fun guy he's willing to have some fun joke around a little bit and wiggy would add to that they would take the the fun sucking dale arnold and mm-hmm. i think wiggy would kind of counteract that a little bit and also, bring some a, levity what a pussy keith is that he can't even say that he hates that he can't even criticize dale or, uh, oh i don't think dale's an asshole uh, what Fuck you. Fuck you. So, <laughs> so we also got Mike Mananski, uh, who he thinks is a talent, who I know you you like, Mike. Uh, I like Mike, yeah. I, I don't hate him. I he's think a good he's a nice guy. guy. <laughs> I, I've given him a lot of shit, but he did give me credit after, at our last podcast. And then John Jastrzemski, uh, what is it, Dan Cilio, and, and, the, and the like. These, these are, so these are people. So there's a whole lot of vapid zeros, in my opinion. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Joey. The man with the radio instincts of a Kleenex box, which is a good analogy because they both are receptacles for bodily fluids. <laughs> I, I, I'm fucking shook. I'm fucking shook that this rat, this mousy motherfucker doesn't think that me, MHB, has what it takes to make it in this business. You know, go screw. Go screw. Seriously. Seriously, Seriously dude. I, I got to tell you. It's like, like you, does, I think he thinks that I want to work for him. Like, you think that I'm doing this podcast, Joey? Because apparently, oh, he, according to Joey, oh, yeah, he'd kill to be on air here. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you, Joey. Go scamper off, you rat puke. Oh, oh, wait, wait. You smell that? What is, is that cheese, Joey? Oh, yeah, that's cheese, Joey. Go suck the cheese out of Wiggy's asshole. <laughs> Seriously, Joe. Well, that's Seriously. the thing. You're not, you're not a professional athlete. God. So you can't yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't possibly yeah. be good on the radio because you didn't play for the Patriots. <laughs> God, yeah, he just he just licks the nuts of of, of Wiggy and any other professional athlete. He can't wait he for a tight end to walk by. Yeah, yeah, he just, <laughs> he's, he's looking for someone to spot him at the gym so he can look up their shorts. This piece of shit. <laughs> Seriously, I gotta say, everyone I talk to, and I mean everyone, Joey, everyone says everyone that you are program you. director in name only. You have no real power. You are Mark Cannon's loser. 
According to everybody that tells me, you are Mark Hannon's bitch errand boy. And guess what? Now you're Mark Hannon's balls as well, brother. Welcome to the club. <laughs> he's a he's a scheduler. He he. Chris Curtis says, "Hey, can we have? Are we allowed to put this guy on the weekends?" And Joey says, "Yes or no." <laughs> That's essentially what he does. There's no what. And I said this uh, in the first episode I did when I trashed him. But like, what hire has he made other than Rich Keep? Uh, Rich, Rich, I'm talking like him now. Rich Keep, <laughs> who is an ob- objectively. A failure. Like he, he was brought in to an afternoon show. The ratings got worse. He was brought in as the host. He, they put his name on the show when Holly left. The ratings got even worse. They were demoted to middays, and the ratings there got dramatically worse. So his only hire full time has been Rich Keefe, who was a colossal failure, whether you like the guy or not. And that's Zambrano's idea of an eye for talent. So yeah, you should you should be very complimented by that. And just the idea what you've r- reduced him to <laughs> is he's talking shit about you like, "Oh, he'd kill to be on air here." You're talking about a parody account, Joe. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> you have sunk down below their level. You're looking at it and going, "Oh, I bet that parody account would want to be on my radio. It's like, <laughs> I, I, would, I would hope so. Is it, That's is the that goal validation? of a radio station, to put, put out content that you would want to be a part of if you want to do radio. <laughs> I mean, listen, Joey, I'm sorry, man. This isn't that difficult, bro. This is just talking. I'm just talking like I'd talk to – if we were sitting together having a beer, this is how I would talk. I Fuck you. Like, it's here, I don't know why he thinks that this is like, this is like performing brain surgery. It's I know silly. that for Joey, you know, the most menial task is like brain surgery, so it's very <laughs> difficult for him. Yeah. Um, we He's a creep. I've heard that from every every girl that knows him that I've worked with. It finds him to be creepy. He's a weird guy, and I've I heard from someone close to him that reached out to me that uh, he was always a good dude now and rude to people in his life, and he thinks he's above them. And it's like you're a fucking schedule maker. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, we know he, you're making looking... you're making probably decent money. I mean, okay, yeah. I'd imagine like eighty grand a year or something like that. If I had to guess, it's good money. But you're not the fucking king of radio. You're not Howard Stern's. If, if that's what, if, okay, Jesus. Well, if that's what he makes, then uh, wow, wow. Okay, I'm get, I, I genuinely have no idea. I should probably okay. should have said that because I have no idea. Okay, now there's anything wrong with eighty thousand dollars a year? But I'm just, I mean, hey, that's that not would be my guess based on what I know other people make at that station. That sure, yeah. sure, sure. No, no. So, so I, I hope that I did a good enough takedown of Zambrano. I, I got my, I was gen, genuine. Like my blood is still boiling after that. <laughs> like I was pissed. That pissed me off. But I mean. Well, we hey, about when you with- when you when you have the talent to send a uh, penis cake to a station in Toronto, uh, uh, Chicago, that's when you'll really hit the level of radio heights that he has seen. You're, you're stealing my joke, man. Yeah, you're stealing well, my I'm joke. Sorry. So I'm sorry. So Moroso, Moroso looks down at people because he's used to trying to look down at his toes because he hasn't yeah. seen him in a while. Zambrano looks down at people because he looks down. He's used to looking down trying to find his dick. So he hasn't seen that in a while either. He's got a little, it's like a micro penis inverted syndrome. It's actually a really awful condition. We should start a charity for it. The Joe Zambrano inaugural micro penis fun run. Um, so you can contribute to that, uh, 617-779-7937. Again, that's the Zambrano micro penis fun run. Uh, take your donations now, $5 a lap. I think it'll be a really fun thing for us to do. Get a way to give back to the community. That penis cake thing. I've heard about it for years. So I guess, the second time the Bruins were in, like in 2013 when the Bruins were in the finals, mm-hmm. um, when Joey was producing the historic Mutton Merloni show, I guess he sent a penis cake to a station in Chicago and it made big news. And I, to this day, 
do not understand the joke. I get like eat our dick, I guess. Is that I don't know why that's funny. Like, oh no, someone sent a cake to our office. How are we going to overcome this? I don't get what's funny about it. I don't even understand why it made headlines. Like, I don't get the joke. Do I eat it? If I eat it, does that make me gay? Oh no. What are we going to do? My dad was right. I'm gay. There's a penis cake in front of me. Seriously, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Only, only the brainiacs, only, only the two geniuses of our time, Mike Bonansky and, and and Joe Zambrano, could come up. <laughs> Collaborated with on a brilliant yeah. bit. That is a that that's got their fingerprints all over it, and it's got their DNA in it. So, um, that, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, this is uh, this has gone off the rails a little bit, but I, I, bit. I, I gotta, I gotta calm myself down because I'm about to have an aneurysm. It's been uh, funny the way, yeah, um, but. but. Not, uh, not, not to get serious, but I've got a big, fat announcement that I teased here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any guesses as to what it could be, MHB? Um, that your weight loss was a result of lap band surgery. No, I have uh, AIDS. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> you win some, you lose some. You know, I look fantastic for now. But <laughs> so, so in a result, so in addition to the blindness, is also HIV involved. Yes. <laughs> Does your girlfriend know yet? Well, she will soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, there there were a couple of good guesses. Uh, Our pal Blobspot. What did he say? It kind of bummed me out, his guess, because it was so nice. It was maybe the nicest thing I've ever read. (laughs) Like, he was like, hey, man, I really hope the announcement is that uh, you got a full-time job with Kirk or... Even better, maybe something involving your eyes, like there's a corrective surgery. And I was like, oof. Temper your oh. expectations, my friend. Lower the bar a little bit. <laughs> it was very, it was very nice. But I was like, ah, well, no, I, it's I not that good. Now. <laughs> I've been healed, everybody. <laughs> um, by the way, Blobspot asked me to plug his blog. I don't really know what he meant. I didn't have time to look too much into it, but uh, check out our friend Stop. Blobspot on Twitter. He's yeah, a, just he's a good egg. Just follow at Blobspot. He'll have a blog coming out. He, he talked to me about it too. He'll have okay. a blog coming out shortly. I know that he's talked to some people uh, about possibly doing like a long form interview. Um, hey, my friends, good morning. Uh, and uh, so we'll see. We'll see if if, if the the media horse that he's talking to will agree to be part of his uh, his interview series. So yeah. I'll be excited follow, for follow that. Follow Blobspot. He, he doesn't have enough followers. He's a he's a he's a good egg there. Uh, yeah, he and is. a loyal fan of this show and the Minifan show. Correct. But anyways, big announcement time. It's not that I can see. It's uh, it's not that I'm joining the Kirk Minahan program, although that may come soon. <laughs> That's the biggest tease. It's a tease in my life. Like they're just like, eh, maybe <laughs> we don't know yet. Did um, he say when? He said what? A couple weeks? Oh yeah, he said that in uh, December. <laughs> He's like, ah, a couple weeks. Um, now there's been a little bit of movement, but not much. We'll see. Mm. But no, that's not the announcement. Uh, the announcement is, I'm coming to you, Minifan Show. I'm destroying you. I will be the knife that wedges you two apart. The Minifan show is dead. Podcast war, bitch. You're on, Drunk Eric Curtis. Because, folks, the big announcement is, are you ready? I've often said that uh, I want a full-time co-host. I said I don't like doing the show by myself. It feels a little boring, like I'm talking to no one. And uh, I've decided to ride the coattails. The, the great success of podcasting superstar, Mark Hannon's Balls, is joining Trash Talk full-time. I, I am. I am. I think it will... Uh, How great? It would have been great if you were just like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> well, 
first of all, I yeah. think that we're doing this as a form of charity, as a way of giving back to the disabled. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I need so, it. I need it, man. I, it keeps me alive. <laughs> I, I know that, that this this is this is a, an announcement that's going to come to a shock to some people, especially our buddy Steve from Providence. Um, but I will say, Steve, that I do have Drunk Eric Curtis's blessing to be a part of the show, and I'm happy. I, I am oh, uh, to me personally. I'm excited to. Yeah, thank God, thank God. I'm personally excited to talk about all the stuff not related to Kirk. Yeah, because that that's I think that's the in its truest sense. And when Trash Talk the, in its original vision was media and gossip the world outside of outside the walls of weei is how it was sold yeah and and i think that that is where i'm really excited because obviously i can talk about like kirk and all that shit all day long but i'm really excited to do that and obviously uh you know but to the trash talk format so we shall see uh yeah so in in seriousness the reason i uh did i didn't want to do this for a while because uh, I like the idea of the Minifanch. Like, I like what you guys are doing. I think it's uh, important. And I think it, gen- I've said this before, I genuinely think it could lead to something. Once Kirk's show gets going, I think it would be smart to pair you guys and have you as a radio.com show. I really believe that. And I think that's what Kirk eventually wants to do is that type of thing where you create a world on his station, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like the idea of keeping the Minifanch show. Um, but finally, I just said, you know what? Oh, so you're not canceling it? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about okay, it. Okay, good. And you won't be allowed to do it anyway. The, uh, Drunk Eric Curtis didn't read the contract I had him sign very thoroughly. It says, I have last rights. I can shut you guys down. I can keep you and pay you to keep doing your podcast, but not actually do it. <laughs> I pay He's, you to sit out for three years. He, he still has to approve everything that we say, by the yes, way, guys. So thanks, boss. I appreciate yeah. that you, you let her I liked you calling me out. boss to Monique from Radio Gunk. I appreciate right. that. You're a good she, boy. She, she, she quote tweeted you today. I saw that. Yeah, it's funny. She's a big fan. It's funny. She I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have said. I shouldn't have. Last week I said I don't like that show. I shouldn't have said that because I listen all the time. Um, I just disagree with some of their uh, tactics and philosophies. But uh, I don't it, like how it sounds. It sounds no, it like sounds you're recording it in <laughs> it a garbage terrible. can. But yeah, they do. It's... They do a good job with like research and all that shit. Like it's interesting. It's definitely interesting if you like mm-hmm. that kind of a world. Um, yeah. So the Minifan show. If you like the Minifan show, don't panic. It will still be in existence and doing their thing every week. And then MHB. I thought I, I only have time for one podcast a week, so we got to well, figure this out. You're, you're picking this boat, baby. You're staying here. Drunk Eric Curtis, you're out on the streets. Just like whatever radio station in Springfield kicked you out, I'm kicking you out. You're Sorry. gone. Um, no. I, and, and, well, here's the thing, too, that I like is that um, it doesn't have to be a thing where uh, you have to choose which show to listen to now because we're rivals. You literally, I'll go on there whenever you guys want me, and Drunk Eric Curtis mm-hmm. is going to come on here. In fact, I was going to make this the first show, but then all this shit happened where it's like, well, we got to kind of talk about the EI stuff and the Kate Smith yeah. stuff. Um, but I think next week I'm going to try to do it if uh, Drunk Eric Curtis is in. You hmm. guys discovered – you now you guys shit on on tap all the time. You mean and, on crap. <laughs> oh, you got him. <laughs> um, now, hey, I like Ryan, but I understand it. I I get it. I don't I don't jump in with you guys, but I, it makes me laugh. I, I do enjoy it. But, we actually just got a voicemail from somebody doing a, a Ryan James impersonation ooh, on the voicemail line. Check the Minifan so show for that, friends. You'll have to wait. Minifan's got talent. Call into the voicemail line. So, you know, on tap gets plenty of shit from you people, but <laughs> you guys have discovered a far worse podcast, and ooh. and frankly, a far worse human being. <laughs> <laughs> um, my arch rival, and I will only refer to him as this just 
for fear of any legal repercussion. He's in the public eye as Garrison the bartender is how <laughs> is how he is known. He has been a thorn in my side for some time now, and I've never talked about him on the podcast for a couple reasons, but mainly because uh, no one knows who the fuck he is. And, but and now would, they might, thanks to the Minifan show. Believe me, guys, We and this is where the YouTube thing is going to come in, in handy. And hopefully we're going to be able to actually play video his some of his videos live on the live stream. Maybe you can just <laughs> wheel a TV in the background. But guys, I want to introduce you to Garrison the Bartender. Garrison the Bartender did a show. Uh, what was it called? A Walk in the Park or um, a, walk, a Walk with My Pedophile? What was it called? <laughs> I, an Open Road, I think. An open road. Yes, yeah. an open road. So they did a podcast called An Open Road. And an open road essentially is a podcast. Um, it's an open road and it's also an open end. There's no direction to it. I mean, <laughs> if you guys go to episode 10, episode 10, you'll hear our namesake here, our, our, our beloved blind I was Mike. on it, but Garrison was not. Garrison was not. Uh, and I'm excited to get into some of the beef. So this Garrison guy has yeah. made his fortune. Um uh, doing the hustle, right? He's yeah, got, yeah, he's got, yeah. he's got a side hustle where he sells um, Bed Bath and Body. Oh, you don't Works. know how he? No, no, no. You don't know how he made his fortune. Let me tell you about this guy. This will be a good setup for next week. I'll try and do it as fast as I can because I know. Hold on, hold on. But, but before we do that, before yeah. we do that, it's. I'm sorry. It's oh, you're gonna talk about his body bar? No, no, no. Go ahead, please. Enlighten, so, so guys, folks. <laughs> if you just, if you search, what is this? What is this? His thing called? It's like beard with two e's or something like. that. Yeah, like beard bath. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out. It's videos of him demonstrating he made a shave bomb, and it's him shirtless, lathering himself up, looking into the camera, shirtless. It's, it's the creepiest. And he's got the it's lather, the worst way to promote a product soap. I've ever seen in my life. And he's saying, so you basically, I'm just going to ch- rub it into my chest, and oh, feels very nice, very tingly. And then I'm going to take my razor. And it's like literally, it's like I'm describing like like a like a like a murder scene right now. Yeah. And he's like, he's taking he's taking the razor, and it's just him looking into the camera. With his gaunt face, shaving his chest, talking about how smooth, how buttery smooth his shave bomb is. And he's, he's a guy that made shave bomb. And then also he does carpool karaoke yeah. uh, videos. Um, oh, no, he so calls we'll, it karaoke as if it's not completely ripped off of fucking <laughs> James Corden. Uh, so so he is going to be welcome to Garrison the Bartender. Big, big, uh, big fat minifan welcome. To yeah. the universe. Drunk you Eric Curtis no messaged idea. me and said, I'm going to make this guy a star. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> so tell me your story. So tease, please tease for us now okay. that now that I'm a part of this. Tease for us what, what your deal is with him. So I'll try and do this quick and then maybe I'll give you guys the full version next week. But so the reason I, I, I don't go after Ryan, A, because he's my friend, but he's a good Ryan's a good guy. As much as you guys shit on him, he is, he's a good guy. Garrison I have no problem talking about because he is an evil motherfucker. He's the worst (laughs) kind of person. Um, So, you know, you know, the guy at the office, the guy you work with or the guy, you know, always positive. There's no one, no one more trustworthy than a guy that's always on, right? Hey, man, what's happening? How's it going? Why? What a great energy in the room today. Ah, I can't believe just another sunny day. We can't wait to be here. That's a Um, good mutt impression. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So Garrison's that kind of a guy. But that is coupled with uh, pathologically lying to a level that I've never seen before. And I'll just rattle off some of the things he's told me and everyone else that knows him. Um, he sold a movie script for $100,000, um, which, ah. which is, is pretty good money for a guy that when I met him was making uh, minimum wage. <laughs> uh, so he sold a movie script for $100,000. Um, 
He has sparred with Ronda Rousey. He mm. wrestled Cain Velasquez in high school. And he lost, but Cain Velasquez came up to him after the fight and said, hey, man, I've never seen anyone hold their own against me like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Cain Velasquez... And by the way, Garrison uh, is, I don't know, maybe 5'5", five, five, 80 pounds, soaking wet. Cain mm. Velasquez, if you look up his measurements... He's got a hairy chest, though. Yeah, right. Cain Velasquez, if you look up his measurements, 6'1", 225 or something like that. So I don't understand how they possibly got in the same weight class, but I guess they did for this wrestling match. Um, he was boys with James Harden in college at Arizona State. Mm. Um, he did stand-up. He opened for Joe Rogan at the Laugh Factory. And, Joe, and Joe Rogan <laughs> roasted him about the material he was He said, hey, man, you don't, you don't come on with that material in front of me. Him and Ari Shafir were apparently giving him shit at the Laugh Factory, historic comedy club in Los Angeles. Um, he worked for reality shows, uh, including, as he puts it, discovering Snooky. <laughs> he discovered, you know, Snooky uh, from Jersey Shore. Well, you know her because of Garrison. <laughs> I hate this guy. Already. So these, this is the type of shit that he would tell you, just as if it was nothing. As it, you know, yeah, that, yeah, oh yeah, I sparred with Ronda Rousey. Oh, did you? Did you hear his cousin Mufasa uh, was uh, <laughs> was a big deal over in Africa as well. Yeah, Very he was a janitor thing. at Harvard. Uh, That's right. They solved yeah, Jan- a, a math equation on the board. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, he was. Um, he was. He 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 knew a demon butcher on Fleet Street uh, as as well. Um, and then he also has a friend that has scissors for hands. Yeah. So the guy is just a real eclectic character. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's you know, he's a, Kirk Minahan. You ever heard of him? Yeah. This guy, this guy discovered him. Yeah. He's he the taught one him, that taught connected. him how to do radio. That's right. He connected him and Bradford. Uh, he said, "Hey, Kirk, I know that you really want to coach basketball. Here, go coach basketball with this guy, Rob Bradford. Boom, Garrison, <laughs> Garrison, the bartender. So, uh, so that, that that's a and it was always like he was an, he came off as a nice enough guy. So it's like. Okay, I nod and politely smile at his bullshit, but he's, when did, har- when, he's harmless. When did he touch your dick, though? Uh, that was many years ago. <laughs> That's how I developed into oh, this. Oh, wait, is that monster. true? No, I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> no, I was never molested, at least not by Garrison. Um, <laughs> but uh, so... It was always like, you know, you politely smile and, oh, okay, that's great. Oh, you, you, you fucking, uh, uh, you took down Bin Laden, did you? That's terrific. Good for you. Um, so it was this constant bullshit all the time. But it was like, hey, you know, whatever. You got to work with the guy. Until, I'm going to describe this the best I can so it's not totally boring for people. But it's just like, it was a job that no one gives a shit about. And I don't want to go into too much detail about what it was. But basically, we were doing a thing that, if we didn't do it, no one would have noticed. You know what I mean? It was the kind of thing, it was a, a menial task that they were having us do, and it's the worst thing they have us do. So we kind of made it look like we went and did this thing so that no one would be any the wiser that we didn't show up for it. Does that make sense, the way I'm saying that? Not really? I guess. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that no, that makes sense. <laughs> this isn't going to work, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> we're partners here. But so basically the short version is me, Garrison, and another person did something at work that we shouldn't have done, but he suggested. He said, hey, how about we just cover this up, make it look like we did it, and no one will be any the wiser. I said, sounds great to me, because <laughs> who's going to ever find out? Until a meeting we had um, like a month and a half later, 
uh-huh. where uh, there's a lot of people on our staff. So they just said, hey, um, I'm, we're going to throw some pa- pass some paper around. Just write any comments or questions you have for things you think we should know that could uh, improve the workplace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he writes down in his serial killer handwriting, thinking no one would know it was him. Uh, you know, you always talk about how great certain people are here, but I happen to know one of them uh, skipped an event and made it look like he did it. And oh. so they they knew it was him writing it because he writes like a fucking psychopath. So they asked him about it, and he says, yeah, it was my, Mike made me do this event alone, and um, I had to do it by myself. And when I begged him to come, he said no and hung up on me and created this thing where I was like this monster that was telling him to fuck off. No work for me. Like I'm fucking Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Hell no, I ain't coming in today. Um, so my boss All work me, and no play makes Garrison an angry boy. <laughs> so so uh, uh, my boss asked me about it, and basically I said, hey, most of what you think happened is true. This, this was wrong of us. We skipped out. We were being lazy. And whatever punishment you see fit for me, totally fine with. I get it. I, that was wrong of me. I shouldn't do it. It won't happen again. But I think you should know <laughs> that Garrison didn't ride in on his white horse <laughs> to save the day. It was his idea that we skip this thing. So they say, okay. And I say, frankly, I don't want to work with the guy. I don't feel comfortable. If he can schedule us at different times, I would prefer that. And they said, totally understand. That's no problem. Mm. So then now, now I know that he ratted me out. And he still sees me in the hallway. Hey, man, how's it going? Like, we're best buds. And I would just stare him you down. You still work with him. I would stare him, or not now, but at the time. I would stare him down, and I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> like, I, because I don't want to get in a fucking fight at the office. By the way, he's a trained jujitsu artist, so how could, oh. I poss- how could I possibly beat him? <laughs> His hand, oh, this is another thing he told me 10 million times. You know, my hands are registered as lethal weapons. <laughs> Oh, get the fuck. That's a thing you say as a fake lie. Like, if you're making up a lie, that's a thing you say. What? Is this so... Was it... Did he get fired Oh, it's not done yet. Hold on. Okay, okay. A few months later... I'm trying... I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make this as fast as I can. A few months later, he sees me outside of a concert, and he comes up to me and tries to... He goes in for a hug, and he goes, what's going on, man? How are you? I stick my hand out, like, stiff arm, kind of. And I go, ah. I, go keep, I go keep walking. And he goes, oh, it's Garrison. Thinking like I can't see him or something. <laughs> I go, I know who the fuck it is. Keep walking. And that was it. Until the next day, I get a call from Human Resources Damn. saying, Mike, we're going to need to know what happened at the concert last night. I say, well, what do you mean, friend? <laughs> because as far as I can remember, nothing happened. They go, what happened with you and Garrison? I said, uh, he he went in to hug me. I put my hand out to stop him and asked him to keep walking. They said, huh. <laughs> because he told us you physically assaulted him. <laughs> I thought he was trained at jiu-jitsu. Well, His hands were, the reason were, I were wasn't fired, registered weapons. The reason I wasn't fired is because someone with a brain said, so the guy trained in jiu-jitsu lost in a fight to a blind guy <laughs> i'm gonna believe the blind guy on this one <laughs> so that he he twice tried to get me fired wow. i later heard it was it was around the time that i got the podcast with eei 
and I heard that he was jealous of that because this is another thing he told me 10 million times that I'm sure isn't true, but that in his interview with, uh, with, with Entercom, mm -hmm. he, they, they said, so what's your ultimate goal here? And he said, oh, I'm going to be on air. And they said, so you want to be, and so you, so you want to be on air? And he said, and I looked them in the eye and told them, oh no, I'm going to be on air. <laughs> now he's been flushed out of the radio business and I think he lives in fucking bumfuck, who knows, central mass or something. Um, <laughs> so he didn't quite make it, but yeah, I guess he was jealous that I had a podcast and it's like, they're not even fucking paying me for it, dude. You're really jealous of me. <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? Um, so he twice tried to get me fired. So now I say, uh, this guy is a piece of shit and let's fucking torch him next week. I am ready. All right. Well, well, DEC will be able to bring, he's, he can play, he'll be able to play the, the audio. Perfect. So we can, at least we can, we can listen to this psychopath shave his chest on air <laughs> and we can critique it's, it. It's horrible. He's a, he's a, he's a crazy individual. And Carpool I karaoke. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't wait. I think this was a pretty good first episode oh, yeah. uh, of, of, uh, of, of what is this called now? Trash Talk with, with Blind Mike and MHB. Okay. You're in the, you're right. in the, you're in the, you're gonna, we're changing the uh, logo, which I never you liked could anyways. Do, you could do featuring MHB. Featuring Blind Mike with MHB. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's um, right. Blind Mike with MHB. Because I think, I mean, man, someday the, if, if we ever do like a real show, yeah. Mike and the Minifans – it's a great the three name. Of us is a is a fucking phenomenal name. Mike and the Minifans is like it is it is a it is just there for the taking. Yeah, we can steal the uh, Mike and the Mad Dog intro. It's beautiful. Yep. Um. Yeah. But I'll try, I'll, I'll get the logo changed and the intro and all that shit. I never liked the logo either. <laughs> Do you know how the logo came to be? I guess at at, yeah, e, at uh, EEI the liberal. Oh oh no yeah that the, the current one. But the reason the logo is my face that was never my idea. They stole. They went on my Facebook and just found a picture without asking me, <laughs> and and used that. And they were like, "Hey, this is the logo." I was like, "Where'd you even get this?" <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, that's uh, so yeah, we can stop using my dumb fucking mug and uh, make it. Who something... does your intro, by the way? I always wanted to know that. Who did uh, the intro? DJ Ronnie Ruff, a guy, a guy um, that's just been like working in, on the peripheral of radio for a thousand years. Um, <laughs> but he's a good so dude. Did... Did he add in the refusing to be silenced? Yeah, he did. <laughs> ah, I see. But we'll change this that up. It says uh, both of our names MHB. and all that. <laughs> trash all right. It's just you now. It's trash talk <laughs> with MHB. This is how <laughs> and his wacky so sidekick blind Mike. Is it, dude, I'm like I'm I'm like herpes man. Like once you have it, you can't. You're not getting rid of it. I'm gonna flare up every month or so. It just it just it, just wait. It's Pretty it's soon, hilarious. It's, it's it's hilarious that when I look back. And I in fucking November or whenever it was, and I was like, I got, I just got a DM from a guy named Mark Hannon's balls. <laughs> I was like, I'm surely I'll never be talking to this guy more than once in my life, <laughs> and now I'm doing a fucking podcast with him. You are, you are, you gr you grow on people. You're a charmer. I, I am. So you know, this is how uh, I guess in dating, it's the long con. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this is this was elaborate, the long con, and eventually. I'm going to box out Blind Mike, and it will be trash talk with MHB. <laughs> That'd be great. So I, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I'll gladly stop doing this. Oh, so Jimmy, Jimmy, get ready. You're moving to Philadelphia. Pack <laughs> your bags, and uh, and and yeah, uh, that's the way that this thing goes, as they say. Uh, my Padawan, there, right. Blind Mike. All right, brother. This was fun, and yeah. even more so, another perfect show. Another perfect show. All right, buddy. Until next time, with Blind Mike. And MHB. This is the all new trash talk. So make sure. But 
Well, it's all new. It's the same uh, iTunes page and all that shit. So make sure you give us a five-star rating. If you hate me and love MHB, then say that on iTunes. Go to if iTunes you hate, and If you hate review. me too, which is totally fine, say that as well. That's right. perfect. We don't mind negativity. Just give us the five stars. That's all we ask. And then Carlos hate, Cunts. Hate has a cunts. home here. Hate has a home here. And then uh, the Twitter is Trash Talk BSN. I am Blind Mike underscore. He is at Mark Hannon Balls. Which will, will be changed very The real soon. MHB is what I think you should go with. It, dude, there's some guy. There is literally, believe me, I've already sent emails to Twitter. There is some guy, this like this guy in India that hasn't tweeted out in about four and a half years that has real MHB. And I want this motherfucker to get off. He's squatting on that app. Oh, I want that handle. That son of a bitch. I am on a plane to India tomorrow, and I am finding you, Muhammad Salambabli. <laughs> All right, we out-talked the outro. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.